Welcome to this special edition of the Hyperfast Show, where we are featuring speakers from the Hyperfast Summit, which was held in Boca Raton, Florida in February of 2022. Today, you have the privilege of hearing our keynote speaker, Tat Londano, the founder of the Londano Realty Group, one of the largest brokerages now in Montreal. Tat has started her own reality TV show on HGTV. She coaches real estate agents all around the world has millions of followers on TikTok and Instagram. And in this episode, you're gonna be inspired by her story and her showing you the magic that is in real estate. Check this one out. Property Virgins came a knocking, and Property Virgins was their competitor. So they said, Tatiana, we heard that you refused a job in Toronto. That was Hans. Hans, Hans was also the creator. Uh, Scott McGilvery and Debbie Travis facelift. Uh, he he was a big guy on HGTV, and he said, we heard that you refused the job of Property Virgins. we have a TV show for you. <laughs> and I said, what is that? Well, we can make it about you opening this agency that you're trying to do. You're going against the big boys. You're going against Remax. You're going against Sutton. You're going against Keller Williams, you by yourself. Let's make a show about that. I said, okay. <laughs> so just like that, the complicated, ex expensive, and intricate task of branding. Number four, branding, guys. Of branding, my new company was taken care of by HGTV. Magic. Like, what do you want to call that, Fog? Like, it was crazy. And it was an internationally syndicated TV. It wasn't some Canadian little TV show. It was American. The Americans bought me. In fact, Canadians didn't see it for at least three years. The Americans had bought into my show and plastered it all over the place. Within six months, I had 30 loyal, dedicated agents. He's one of them right there, Mr. Alex Tazzy. I was the talk of the town. I didn't know how I did it, but I was smart enough to know that I wasn't, in, I wasn't gonna give all that free advertising to Remax. They already had enough advertising. So as I opened the company, Property Shop was on TV. It was a no-brainer, guys. So after all that, I was star of an internationally syndicated TV show. I was a talk of the town. Sellers were giving me business. Agents were coming to work for my agency. After all, they were hiring me. I was on TV. Me, 
my friends, was the beginning of almost the end. I rode the train to fame. Money, parties, debauchery, ha, ha, ha. I was a shitty wife. I was a crappy mother. I was an all-round asshole because that's what money could do. Real estate had been so good to me for a very long time, almost seven years now. But now it was time for a very big kick in the ass. Hire lawyers. They are your friends. So while all that was going on, life was good. I was having fun. I was at parties, buying clothes. I was on the cover magazines. Let's go to Toronto and let's film the promo for next season. This is just so great. The Quebec Board of Realtors decided to make an example out of me. And after one of the biggest lawsuits ever, because one of my agents had signed on behalf of a client without a mandate, and in those days in Quebec, the broker was responsible for the action of their agents. It landed me on the front page of the Montreal Gazette. And let's just say, when all was said and done, all the threats, the stress, I lost my husband, I lost my best friend, I lost my TV show, I lost almost all my money, and I potentially lost the respect of my children, thank God they were still young. I was finished. But guess what, guys? Real estate wasn't finished with me. It wasn't. <laughs> so I was now alone, and I had to make a decision. Was I going to make it work? I made a commitment to myself. I made a commitment to my family and most importantly, my children. This time I was going to do it right. I had another chance when I could have lost it all. There were going to be no more accidents. There were going to be no more flukes. There were going to be no more immature stupidities and decisions. I was going to use the magic I had found through real estate purposely and systematically. I would be in control of my life. I wasn't going to let life take control of me anymore. I was done. I did it. I made that decision. So the first thing I did, number one, I hired a coach, Tony fucking Robbins. <laughs> and with his help, I readjusted my mindset. 
I transformed my diet and I started exercising because it starts with your body and how you feel, especially with everything we do in a day. I started nurturing my relationships property, properly, <laughs> little slip there, and slowly began building my inner strength. I needed it to transform my life. I started spending more time with my kids and nurturing the relationships that I had in my life, whatever I had left. Because honestly, in the end, that's all that matters, right? I also chose to walk away from anything that I deemed toxic and anything that was holding me back. I started respecting myself, and in return, people started respecting me. I finally understood the importance of my why. You hear that all the time. It goes in one ear, out the other. My why, my why. Where's the money? How do I make money? What is your why? Good for you. What is your why? So now that I had a real understanding of what my, my why was, I started implementing and documenting systems into my business. I launched my coaching business as well because I wanted to make sure that I gave back to people that have given to me. And at the same time, I want to make sure that nobody went through the hell that I went through because it was that painful. I wanted to teach people the shortcut to success, the don't do that, do this. I also learned that if you don't grow, you die. So I hired a business coach to set up proper lead engines and prospecting systems. I also finally, after so long, took the time to grow my real estate team so that I could have more time to do other things, like, for example, writing my first book. Thanks to my sales team, we are now coming in as the top team every single month in my office, and money was coming in on a consistent basis. I was able to save my money, reinvest it in my business, and make more money. In fact, now with the team, I was working even less, and the money was just multiplying. It was fantastic. Now, I'm not perfect. I went through a lot. Tony put me through hell. <laughs> we still have some bad habits. It happens. We're humans, so my bad habits, you know. Online shopping? 
like a new problem? I love it. I'm, I don't even like to go to the mall anymore. I'd lie in bed and I'd shop and put everything in the cart and once in a while I'll check out. It's fantastic. So I realized I had a problem. At least I woke up and realized you, you have a problem, girl. You have a spending problem. So can you believe that this is the reason that I started investing in properties? Yep. I didn't invest in properties because I studied some guru who's an idiot. You take the uh, cap rate of, uh, you know, this, and then you put it into that, and then your final ROI on investing up. It's because I knew that this would be a great way not to touch my money. I wouldn't have access to it. I could sell a stock. It's pretty hard to get a building on the market and sell it, right? Like, it takes at least two, three months, and this market will take a day. But with that said, that is the reason I started investing in real estate. I said to myself, if I don't invest my money, I'm going to spend it. And again, the magic of real estate blessed me. And today, I am heavily invested in real estate with over 100 doors. And life is good. All because I had a spending problem. <laughs> It's crazy. So life was good, and instead of being worried, paying bills, I was curious. Because when you're not worried, you become curious. And I was wondering about what I could do next to keep my motivational fire burning. Life was great again, thank God. My kids were happy. I remarried, my baby daddy was happy, we were working together, running the office, everyone thought we were the perfect divorce situation, money in the bank, I was looking good because I was eating right, guess what happens next, <laughs> knock, knock, Knock just when you thought it was safe to go back into the water. Jaws comes knocking at the door. COVID came knocking, guys, and we all lived that. You may not remember property virgins, but we're in the middle of all this shit, right? But guess what? In my city, Real estate wasn't considered essential. I was confined to my house, but I was confined to my house with the people that I love the most, with my family. I was spending good quality time with them because I didn't have anything else to do. There was a silver lining to crappy COVID. You see, I wasn't afraid because I was in control of my life. I couldn't care less. I knew I was on the right path. Real estate and I, right now, were best buddies. I was in control of the magic that is my life. I also had lots of time to myself so I could explore even more amazing 
new ideas. And that's when a friend mentions, Pat, you've got to get on TikTok. I'm like, no, not that crazy Chinese app where the kids are half naked, dancing, doing stupid things. He's like, Pat, you've got to get on TikTok. It is the future. If everyone is on it, they're the future. You got to get on it. So I said, okay. He did warn me. He said, Tatiana, it's nothing like Instagram or Facebook, so be careful what you do there. It's nothing like it at all. So can you actually believe, if you've been listening to my speech, could you believe that I actually asked him, what do you think my niche should be? Like, what could I do? Should it be about the keto diet? I'm good at that. Intermittent fasting? Should I be a beauty blogger? Yep, there I was again. Laughing at real estate, but real estate at this point knew that it's just a little confused because of COVID. So I said to myself, who, like, who cares about real estate? Like, do you think these children are going to be wanting info on how to sell real estate? Do you think they're going to give a shit about lead generation? Do you think they'll care about investment properties? Well, <laughs> 2.4 million followers within a year would say different. I chose real estate as my niche and real estate smiled again. And the opportunities that TikTok, the opportunities and financial rewards that TikTok has brought me are absolutely Unbelievable. In fact, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for TikTok. I wouldn't have met Dan. Dan wouldn't have invited me on his podcast. The only reason I was invited was because I had millions of followers on TikTok. The brand deals I get from TikTok pay more than a real estate sale because TikTok right now, today, is the future. And the future is here. So that, my friends, this is how I drive a car. Oh, <laughs> there she is. For free. That I one went viral. Five years ago for, for those of you who don't have TikTok. So that, my friends, is a story of how real estate saved my life. My takeaways from the past 18 years are many. But I guess I could sum it all up. Number one, when things are meant to be, doors will open. But when they're not meant to be, it'll always be difficult. You will cry. It won't work. It won't feel good. Number two, 
start noticing the magic in your life because it really is all around us. And I don't mean to be cheesy. I'm telling you the shit's real, and that's why the Bible has a problem with it. Okay? Like, it's real. You just got to know how to use it. Number three, Maya Angelou was right. When someone shows you who they are, believe them and act accordingly. Number four, set up systems in your business, but also in your own life. So important. Number five, invest your money and just forget about it. I promise you, it will multiply over time. Number six, celebrate your triumphs, travel the world, learn new experiences, reward yourself for your efforts, be good to your children, be good to your colleagues, pay them, pay them well. I promise you that energy comes back like a boomerang and you'll be very happy you did so. Number seven, keep doing, keep learning, and keep growing. Don't stagnate. The next thing you know, you're going to be living the life of your dreams if you're not already. That life that you envisioned when you took the real estate course, when you were sitting there listening to your boring teachers, you were dreaming. What was that all about? You could do that. You could have that right now. Remember, guys, I am here because I am grateful and I'm thankful and I was invited to be here. And I'm here to remind you to keep doing. What are you all waiting for? Get off your butts and go get what's yours, guys. It's there. Just go get it. Go get it. Go grab it. And you'll see. You'll be happy you did so. Thank you, guys. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to take your real estate business to the next level? If you do, there's no reason to go it alone. Learn from people who've been where you want to go. Carrie and I have sold billions of dollars in real estate. We've netted over seven figures for seven years in a row now. And we want to see if you would be a good fit to work for us. We don't work with a lot of people, but we want to give you a chance to get on a free strategy call to see if we can help you get your business to the next level. Go to hyperfastcoach.com and apply for your discovery session today. Again, that's hyperfastcoach.com. doesn't have to be about systems and CRMs and 
We are here having a nice coffee talk. You're amazing. Thank that was you. Awesome. Do you guys love her? Yeah. Love her energy? Do you feel that? So cool. Does anybody have any questions that, like, yes? So I was just curious. Yeah. And I noticed on your Instagram how you tie all of that together in yeah. such a smooth way. Yeah. And like all your highlights sh show such diversity in yeah. your life. Yeah. But it's not like all real estate. Exactly. Right. So the wonderful thing about Instagram and Facebook is that Instagram and Facebook can be a snapshot of your life. Okay. Um, I always say if you're going to keep a professional Instagram, keep it away from your personal Instagram. You could sprinkle some of the personal, but you don't want to have pictures of the baby every single frame, and you don't have pictures of your food every single frame. So, but there's a nice way that Instagram allows you to talk about lifestyle. And that's what's great because people love real estate lifestyle because of shows like Selling Sunset, because of shows like Property Shop, The Pioneers. Um, people want, people are very curious about how real estate agents live because of the kind of money we can make. So that's a great way. But then on TikTok, don't do that. So if you've learned anything today is get on TikTok. <laughs> and, and some of you are doing it live. Like you're like asking Josh, how do I get on? How do I get on? Okay. TikTok needs, there has to be a niche. TikTok does not like lifestyle content as you need to keep it within the real estate niche or else TikTok will punish you and say, no, 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 you're not a makeup blogger. We don't want to hear about your makeup tips. Bad girl, you get no views today. <laughs> so make sure you stay away from, and that's the problem. We've been on Instagram and Facebook so long, it's very difficult to transition from Facebook to TikTok. But once you've got the TikTok going, it's still organic growth. You could grow like crazy. Look, it's been a year. My Instagram is at 168,000, I think, almost at 170. And my TikTok is at 2.4 million. Like, come on, all the brand deals are coming in through TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Sure, I get the little cheapy $1,000, $2,000 brand deals from Instagram to put on a, some lipstick, and but my the face cream they love the face cream on me oh she looks good let's sell face cream that's all instagram but that's great because i get the tiktok deals the big ones like the big guys like funrise you know like TurboTax. that comes through the tiktok and then i have the instagram deals and i all the legion that comes through facebook and instagram for my home for that you can't tiktok's not master that yet sure you'll get a couple of listings like lana said from tiktok but because TikTok spreads out to everybody, it's, it's more of a let's grab now and see what happens later. And the brand deals come immediately. Brand deals. Yes. Um, the exposure. So what am I doing? So if you take a look at my TikTok, follow me at, follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Tat Londano, at Tat Londano. And so what I'm doing, 
I started, this is a great story too. How long do I have, Carrie? <laughs> You're sure? Okay. Um, so we started with real estate coaching. But it became so niche. You can't be too niche either. Oh my God, TikTok is a world of its own. If you're too niche, see, the, Lana's um, uh, TikTok that went viral with her daughter, she's crying in the car. That's everybody's story. So TikTok likes that too. When you make it about your niche, but, but for everybody. So when I started talking, I did a video. 20 ways to get clients in real estate. Number one, number two, I went through 20 lead gen methods. That one flopped. <laughs> no one cares. It's too niche. -y. So then I said, okay, let's just tell the story about how I bought my first big sevenplex. So I went with my son in the middle of a freezing day. And I said, I bought this. <laughs> I bought this condo for $350,000, put $100,000 into it, and sold it for $525,000. Wait till you see what I did next. And meanwhile, my, my son's going like this with the camera to get people's attention. And then I said, I took the $200,000 I made, and I bought this beautiful sevenplex. The good thing is, three of the units were empty, and I was able to raise the rent. Blah, blah, blah. I did that. The second week I was on TikTok. So it was my seventh video. I do four a week. So it was video number seven, second week I'm on TikTok. It went viral. I got like almost 10 million views. And the rest is history. So I sprinkled real estate investment. I try to remember the audience. So the big audience is 18 to 36, the second biggest audience is 36 to 50. And so I pretend to be them <laughs> and I say, okay, what would I wanna hear that's interesting for everybody, not just real estate agents, not just real estate coaching, cause it's too niche -y and you won't grow. Look, okay, you wanna coach realtors? Here, they, they won't. But if you expand the TikTok by talking about other things or how about the headaches of being a realtor? The headaches of being a realtor could be the headaches of being a doctor, the headaches of being a lawyer, any successful career. You could do a TikTok on that. I haven't done it yet. Um, but, you know, your screaming husband because you came home at 10 o'clock again. Um, your children are asleep. You didn't get to spend time with them. That sort of thing, that sort of thing could go viral. I know it. Hey, it's a good idea. <laughs> Don't do this. Do this. Oh, that's another thing. Cars. People love cars. Anything to do with luxury. Money. Cars. Jewelry, so I do the opposite. I say, you wanna make a million dollars? Then do this, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, and I talk. So suddenly from real estate coach, I became real, esta real estate slash finance slash be responsible with your money guru. Sales? Okay, so on TikTok, it's obviously going to go to your audience first. So wherever you're working at, whether your market is, that's they're gonna see it first. And then if they love your content, what TikTok does is it spreads it out and spreads it out. So your audience will see it no matter what. And that's where you get the listings. So you'll get someone 
say, hi, could you come take a look at my house? But a great thing about TikTok is that you could convert them into reels. So what you do is you take the exact same video and it's a two for one. And you put it through a system that removes the watermark of TikTok. That is very important. If you don't remove the watermark, Instagram will punish you. And we'll make sure no one sees it because they're not here to promote TikTok, just like I wasn't there to promote Remax. <laughs> Instagram ain't there to promote TikTok. So you gotta make sure you remove the watermark. You put it on your reels, it goes crazy. Your followers start going up followers. So TikTok actually fed my Instagram. I had 75,000 followers on Instagram that took eight, eight years to grow. As soon as I got on TikTok, it doubled overnight. Ah, oh, do you guys want to know the secret to removing a TikTok watermark? You go to snaptick.io or something. Just look up snaptick. You put the video through the snaptick. Gone. Download. It has to be done on a desktop. Okay? There's another real tricky way, but it's a little too complicated. Stick to snaptick. Well, I'll tell you the complicated way. Okay, grab a TikTok video that you want, save it, okay? While you're saving it in the middle, so when it's at 30% saved, switch to another app, go back to the TikTok app, and it's gonna save with no watermark. It's a weird glitch. So you, you, you download the one you wanna save, you know, you press save on TikTok. You gotta know TikTok for this. Press save. So it takes, you know, it says 10%, 20%, it's going fast, but you, you right away go to another window, Instagram, whatever, it could be anything, some other window. Could be Google, who cares? You just go to another window, close the window, go to another window, go back to the TikTok window after about 10 seconds. It will sa continue saving. There's 20% left to save. It will save without a watermark. I've tried, but they're gonna figure that one out. S so stick to SnapTick, but try that one. That one's fun. But they're going to figure it out. I know they're going to figure it out very soon. Um, yeah, so you have to understand that TikTok is where Instagram was eight years ago. So they're letting everybody have a party. Okay, get as many followers as you want because we're coming to get you. We're going to stick you with ads up your bum bum very soon. So hurry up, get let the, the ones who want to become... So the influencers of Instagram have now become the content creators of TikTok. So I'm telling you, I am your fairy goddess telling you right now, your real estate fairy goddess, get on TikTok. Now, Tatiana told you to get on TikTok, and in five years from now, you're going to say, fuck, thank God I listened to Tatiana. Because you thought you lost your chance with Instagram and Facebook, right? You have these losers who, who, who are influencers making millions of dollars and you have way more talent than them and you're prettier than them or you're more handsome than they are. And you have more talent, they are, but guess what? They got on Instagram on day one. So now's your chance to get on TikTok. <laughs> That's it. So you just gotta make sure that it's a wide net that you're casting that you have to make it entertaining for everybody, not just for the real estate guys. Like, 
if you look at Tom Ferry, I don't think his, his TikTok account is shit. <laughs> so any other specific questions? Because I'm a real geek when it comes to all this stuff, too. And I tell you like it is. I won't bore you. I'll just tell you how to do it. You grab your phone, you download it. Blah, blah, blah. Anything else? Guys? Yes. Yes, like many of you here I heard today. <laughs> my son opened TikTok accounts for at least half a dozen people here today. So at least I have an account. I just, the numbers keep adding up because I don't even know how to log in. So if someone is yeah. brand, brand new to TikTok, doesn't know, what is the single best resource or place to go just to learn the basics? Um, Josh Pinto. <laughs> my son. But um, there are so many. There, are, You could go on YouTube. My son's happy to help you. But... Um, that's another great idea. If you want to start crushing it with your TikTok, get your teenage kids to produce and direct it. They know what people are looking at. Because here's the thing. If the 14 and 18-year-olds are seeing it, then guess what they're doing? Exactly. And TikTok is sp spreads it. says, okay, they like it. Let's send it to another million people. Let's send it to another million. And then there in that million net, you have the age demographic we need. How in God's name did Fundrise find me? I'll tell you how they found me. Fundrise found me, okay? They found me because their head of marketing, you guys are underestimating the age of these kids nowadays because we're just getting older. Their head of social media marketing is 29 years old. And she saw my TikTok. And she said to Fundrise, a real estate REIT, private real estate REIT, they said, a crowdfunding company, they, she said to them, you need Tatiana. And they came to get me. And they, ga they gave me a deal I still can't believe. They gave me 50,000 Canadian or 35,000 US for 90 seconds. Thank you. Now, I'm sorry, I sell real estate, but that is a 5% commission on a million dollar property. Like, and that's not the only one. I, I get them all the time. So it's a wonderful, yeah, it's not real estate money, but who doesn't love a side hustle? And it's a joke. They don't have to pay models anymore. They don't have to pay for commercial spots anymore. So they have this huge budget, and they're just giving the money away because they have to give it away because it's part of the budget. Here. And I'm. let me remind you who I am. I'm just like you. I'm a real estate agent. That's who I am. I'm a real estate agent. I'm a mom. I'm middle-aged. And I made it on TikTok. You can do it too. No excuses. Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get 100 tips for free from my best-selling real estate book, The Hyperlocal, Hyperfast Real Estate Agent? If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's 
hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. Any other questions for me, my beautiful people? Yes. Yeah. I had a few videos that went viral just from going like to model homes, right? And then I kind of like switched my niche and it fell off. So nothing's doing good. See what anymore. I mean? So, so perfect. I call that brain damage. <laughs> Just like my whole speech was about my brain damage. Like you're doing something right, you're going viral, and then you're like, ha, let me put on makeup this time. <laughs> Not show model homes, I'm the model. Go ahead, yes. So I'm joking with you, by the no, way. No, I, I know, you. I know. So, how do I now? <laughs> bring the momentum back. Go back to exactly what you were doing before. So my son and I have tried that. We've tried just veering out of the niche to see if we could do anything else. Never works. And we just cancel. We're like, eh, erase. Get rid of that video. But what did we try once? We tried and we got nothing. <laughs> like we tried, um, oh my God. So, so just so you know, we tried like some stupid cream and it didn't work. But this is what we did do. I have a very nice client, Juviance. Juviance is a anti-aging cream specialist. And so they wanted my TikTok and they were throwing money at me because I just kept saying no and I didn't want to tell them why. I didn't want to start talking about the niche. So I said no. And they're like, why not? And I'm like, because I have 2.4 million followers. You can't afford me you could stay with my Instagram. I swear, those are the conversations. So I'm like, you could stick to the Instagram. That's good for you. And they're like, no, we want your TikTok. They want even more, human nature. We want TikTok. I'm like, shit, how are we going to do this, Josh? I have to stay within the niche, but sell face cream. <laughs> so what I did was we did this video, a day in the life of a real estate agent. So I get up in the morning, I know, successful realtors get up at 4 a.m., I don't. I wake up late. I wake up at 7.30, I get up, have my coffee, intermittent fasting, it's very important, my coffee. And then I go to the gym and I work out. Then I go back upstairs, take a shower, do my hair. And then I put the Juvians on. <laughs> Juvians is amazing because I don't have time and it's a three for one. It's a serum, a day cream, and a night cream all at once. So I just put it on and it's just great for a busy realtor. And then I dress up and I go close the deal. Oh my God, it went viral. Cause I hid it. Like I basically like tricked TikTok and hid it inside and it went viral. Thank God. Thank God, Josh. Thank God. <laughs> so yeah, so if you want to get out of your niche because you want to be open to other brands, right? That's how you do what so you could do the same. You show model homes. So I'm on my way to show a model home. I don't have time for a five-step program with my face. So I just slap on the Juvians and go and I show my model home. That's how you do it. Any other TikTok hacks? I guess my entire life didn't mean anything to any of you. You just give a shit about the TikTok. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yes. Aw, you're just trying to be nice to me. I love you. So he was my first, he was the first guy who told me he was coming 
to uh, Hyperfest. I saw his little, he's so cute. I love him. Okay, so. <laughs> Line up, baby. So with that said, <laughs> sugar baby, my future sugar baby. I've been doing this 18 years. Goes by fast, guys. It goes by really fast. 18 solid years. So all that crap you heard, that was about 10 years wasting my time. Who was your worst client? Oh, Jesus Christ. We all know who that was. I think Tazzy knows him too. A guy, I'm happy to say it, his name is Daniel Riva. He was a developer, and he killed me. He, he didn't give a shit. He pretended he did. And he didn't care that I had a family and two babies at home. He said, you've got to work seven days a week. And he was like paying me one and a half percent. And I thought that was great. And I was selling that he didn't want me to hire any help. He says, nope, they're here for you. And I didn't know any better. I didn't know nothing. So I'm like, this man is paying me and I have his whole building. I should be grateful. And I'm a loyal person. And he worked the crap out of me. And then finally, I just started doing things behind his back. You know, leveraging, taking on listings. I would leave in the middle of lunch, and I'd list the property. I'd come back. I'd get my secretary, my assistant. And in the end, I, I said, what the hell am I doing? That's just another story. He was the worst client I ever had. He was a developer. Be careful with the developers, the promoters. They are, a lot of them are crappy people. They want to make the most and spend the least, and they think realtors are a dime a dozen. That, hence my, when people tell you who you are, believe them. That was him. Yes. Eh? Yay! No, now I know how to do it. Now I know. If you don't pay me 5%, because in Quebec it's 5, 5, 4%, we ain't doing it. Right, Tazzy? Thank you. And then I lure them in, Tazzy closes them. <laughs> leverage. Just got to leverage your business. You won't make money unless you get people to help you. You won't. And you start with an administrative assistant. Always start with that. Any, uh, and yes, you could afford her or him. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah, this, the, the, no, no, that wasn't my first. My first one was that funny little duplex that I just li that I just showed last week on TikTok, the bank repo video. If you've seen my TikTok, it was last. Well, TikTok will release it whenever they want, but it, I filmed it last week. It was uh, a bank repo. I bought a bank repo. I put, put nothing. I put the minimum. It was two hundred and thirty thousand. It was a bank repo. The bank just wanted to wash their hands. That's the b banks aren't realtors. They're not in the real estate business. They're in the money lending business. So just like every other repo, the bank will give it to a syndic or will give it to a realtor and say, get rid of it. 100 offers. But because I was the realtor, I got it because I, I had no conditions. I didn't care if it was falling apart. At the time, no one did that. No one went in with no conditions. Today, they do that because the market's insane. But then it was a dump and I said, I have no financing, which wasn't true, by the way. Another little hack. I needed financing. I just told them I didn't. I said, I don't need financing. And I don't need, uh, I don't need an inspection. I went in there with my inspector the next day. And 
I got a mortgage. They didn't care. The deal was done. It's another little trick that I use. Oh, no, I don't need financing. What, you're going to get out of the deal 10, 10 days later? Ooh, that's bad. We hate those clients. But I did it a couple of times to secure properties. <laughs> I don't need financing. <laughs> it's a cash deal. <laughs> and then they're like, where's your cash? And I'm like, oh, I decided to get a mortgage. And they're like, what? I have 70 people waiting for this property. I'm almost done. You could wait for me or venture into the unknown. <laughs> Shh, I didn't tell you that. <laughs> Anything else, guys? Any other questions? Yes. I love you. Everyone for your attention. Huh. Uh, one of the questions I have with these brand deals that I know you're coming yeah. into that I think that's the future. So all of us should jump into that. And do you have like certain, you know, how's the process when you accept those deals? Do you need to a lawyer um, that kind of figures everything yeah. out, or you know, as yeah. first time so influencers, it's easy to just sign something without knowing. So well, first of all, I have to believe in the product that is true. I'm not going to be selling vibrators. Okay? <laughs> because, yes, I got an offer to sell vi women's, what do they call it? Women's uh, pleasure products. And, and um, so I got an offer to do that. I go, absolutely not. I don't know how these people make money. How do they get people to do it? I don't know. But I say, absolutely not. So make sure you believe in the product and that it's something that, you know, is, it's <laughs> that's not vibrators. Um, <laughs> there's many ways. Come on, ladies. We've been in the business long enough that a vibrator could come in handy in real estate. <laughs> what happens in Boca stays in Boca, please. This girl has no class. But it's the truth. I got offered that. Then I also got offered weapons, like um, self-protection products. Um, and, and that was, I couldn't do that one. But no, back to your real question. Um, so I hired a social media um, company. And just to let you know, I got ripped off. I didn't get ripped off. It was an experience. They I didn't get ripped off. So they didn't really know what they were doing. They were a Montreal-based company, and I had to leverage. I didn't have time to deal with these contracts. So I hired this company, and they were charging me $1,200 a month. Um, but they'd include a photographer, and uh, they were charging me, so I thought that was normal. But then the big boys came knocking with the TikTok, the viral nation. So I was with them for about a year and a half, paying $1,200 a month, but it was growing my Instagram. I was getting more brand deals, and the photos were gorgeous. And I just justified it as, well, the photos are beautiful, and I have to post. But I wasn't making so much. I was doing okay. But then my audience was growing because of the consistency. So consistency is key in anything you do in business. So consistently posting beautiful photos, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then Viral Nation came knocking. They're the real deal. So they came knocking. They are an international deal. They represent their head offices. They have head office in New York, LA. So now, um, you know how they have talent agents um, uh, for movie stars? They have them now for influencers. So they came to get me thanks to TikTok. 
and they're bringing me the big ass deals. So yeah, they take a cut, they'll take a commission, cost me zero, but they bring me these huge deals. They're the ones who brought me Fundrise, TurboTax, they brought me another one, Refi Lee, it's a refinancing company. And um, yeah, they're bringing me great deals. A lot of the money guys have the most money. We are in the right field to actually make money on TikTok. Yes. No. So I believe that the rumors about, are you in the creator fund? No? No. So I believe that the creator fund will, I, I don't think it's bullshit. I don't think it's superstition. Because TikTok has to pay people that join the creator fund, because it's an option, I believe that they promote their videos less. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because if you're a member of the creator fund and TikTok has to pay you a millimeter of a penny um, for each video, each view actually, guess what? Guess whose videos won't go viral anymore because they have to pay. Doesn't it make sense? Yeah. So I don't think it's a good idea to click that button of the, bu the creator fund. I don't think anyone who, who's a big TikTok star is in the creator fund. One of the other questions I have is following, who are you following? And would you say a big chunk of your followers are also real estate agents? Yeah, every any real estate agent, most of the real estate agents yeah. on TikTok follow me because they want to get ideas, they want to yeah. get inspired too. And that's okay because that's what everybody does. Um, nowadays you have to give credit or else they will cancel you. Before no give one gave credit. Yeah, you have to give credit Always. now. Back in the day, you didn't have to give credit, and it was fine. Now, if you don't give credit, they will, they'll come after you, yeah. the audience. They're really hands-on, the audience. But no, a lot of my followers are people who want to be financially independent and who want an example. Um, and if I could do it, if she could do it, I could do it. They want to hear your rags-to-riches story. A lot of people came from money. That's okay. But they love the rags-to-riches. Oh, when and my, my biggest fans are my enemies. Well, your TikTok is so good because it's so authentic. Thank and you. And that's what I think people love about you. And there's other people I know I follow, but you're authentic and Thank you. you're the real deal. Well, that's why my book, yeah. which I wrote in 2017, 13, something like that, is Real Estate Unfiltered. I, I just never had, that's why I got the TV show, because I would just say what was on my mind. They'd just bleep me every once in a while, and that's it. They, and so, yeah, I, I believe in being real. I'm not a liar. So I guess that's what makes me a great realtor, too. Um, but all that to say, um, TikTok, I'm, I, I love TikTok. I think it's great. And I've had realtors come up to me. Oh, by the way, another little lesson that could have included in the bullies will be there. Haters, bullies, your entire life. They don't just bully you in high school, middle school. They bully you till you're dead. It's just up to you how you're going to react. Just the other day, I heard some agent talking. Sh I heard about, because the world's small, a big fan from TikTok was talking to an agent from my city to one of the big agents. You'd think that she's happy. She's doing very well. She's a luxury agent. I'm mostly mass market. And so she says, oh, there's that girl. You're from Montreal. She didn't know her. They were having dinner 
just because they were introduced, and there was a third person in common. And she goes, oh, you're from Montreal. That TikTok star, uh, real estate, Tat Londano, she's from Montreal. And I know this person. And she says, oh, she's a nobody. She's a wannabe actress. She said that to me. So bullies, Lisa Kaufman, by the way, bullies, <laughs> they will always be there. Now, I could have taken that and go, at <laughs> you. I couldn't care less, bitch. Don't let, because when you're up here, people, it's so true. It sounds so cliche, so many cliches, but they're all real. That's why they're cliches. You go up there, there's always someone. It's never someone better than you that's going to try to put you down. And with that said, on TikTok, the ones that go viral are the ones that have the most controversy. You've got to be careful with that. But the socialists hate me. And I actually made it to the front of the newspaper again. So I made it with the lawsuit in 2010 that almost killed me. But this time, I made it because the socialists hate me and think I'm a bitch. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts.